if you're not ready or if you're not comfortable, if you're not actually, if this isn't actually something that you want to do, you're probably not going to have a good experience. Right. just a quick note before this episode, my guest Sarah and I realized that we didn't really talk about lube or brands of lube on this episode. And we wanted to rectify that a little bit. Um, I really love the company Maud, M-A-U-D-E. It's a woman-owned sexual intimacy company, and they have a really incredible lube. I think the name of it is Shine. It's a silicone lube. Um, you can't really, you're not really supposed to use silicone lube with silicone toys, but you can use it with body parts and you can use it with your hands and your fingers and things like that. So I just wanted to mention that if you are interested in exploring anal and you're looking for, or even if you're just looking for a new lube in general, I really like that one. I like the company. I like the product. I I don't work for them. I don't get a discount. I, you know, I don't I don't have any vested interest in that. I just wanted to mention it as um, a great resource that I do strongly recommend. So that company is Maud M A U D E. I will drop that in the show notes, and um, I talk a little bit about my course in this episode, and I will also drop that in the show notes. Please, her in bed, which is a course for men designed by women. And um, without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. This is a, a sexy one, which is fun. <clears throat> um, I am here with my friend, Sarah. Okay, great. We were just deciding which name we were going to use. You heard that weird pause. Um, and we're going to talk about anal sex today, which is really exciting. This is a topic I've wanted to cover for a while and um, haven't had exactly the right sort of like in, if you will. Um, <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, really excited to talk about this. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things and right off the bat, I want to say that we're going to talk about, um, primarily men who have sex with women and women who have sex with men in this discussion. Um, but not necessarily exclusively, you know, could be anyone having sex with anyone. Everybody's got an anus as it turns out. So that is open to everyone. All bodies have that. Um, so that's exciting. Um, but yeah, we're not just going to talk about women receiving. We're also going to talk about men receiving on this episode. We're probably going to talk more about women receiving, but um, I wanted to mention that because I think there is still a lot of stigma around anal sex and inherent in that is the generalized homophobia in our culture in the West, mm-hmm. in many parts of the world, not just the West. But I just want to say that Part of my intention is to destigmatize and really um, open things up. <laughs> really, just open things up. I think there's so much value and joy and pleasure to be had for men in receiving anal anal stimulation, whether that's uh, intercourse or something else, which we'll we'll touch on. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say that up front that we're going to talk mostly about women receiving anal sex, but we're also going to talk about men receiving it. So yeah, so on the podcast today, we have two women, um, one of whom, moi, 
uh, has not had great experiences with anal sex, have not really loved it. Hasn't been like a great experience for me. And we have a woman who is super into it. Yay! Yay! (laughs) So we have two perspectives um, and we'll share our own experiences and just some of our thoughts on it. And I'm always open to your thoughts and questions. So if you do have any, you can always get me at dearmenpodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, so we were just chatting a little bit before this episode, but I would love to hear, you know, uh, your background a little bit in terms of... um, of sex. So like just sex in general, like when did you start having sex? What was Mm -hmm. that like for you briefly? Mm -hmm. And then when did you start having anal sex and what was that like for you? How was it different? Just what has your experience been with that? Right. Um, the first time I had vaginal sex, um, was when I was 19. Um, I was also 19. Nice. It was a good age. I enjoyed it. Um. And the first time I had anal would have been about two, two and a half years later, I think. Doing the math here, sorry. It's cool. Um, it's yeah, it's I, about around, around early twenties. Yeah, so early twenties, mm-hmm. early twenties. Um, and how did I feel about both of them? I, I was nineteen, and the Sarah nineteen-year-old was really excited to have sex. Mm-hmm. But um, due to um, sex education that I received was also not really well educated. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like I learned through experience more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had a few partners that I never brought up anal. Uh Uh-huh. But they never brought up anal. Okay. Um, really either. And it wasn't until um I had a partner who had previously had experience um that it was on the table. Mm. Um and did he so did he bring it up or did you bring it up? Or do you remember? I don't really remember. Okay. I can say from my side of things, like I didn't have a negative um perception of it uh-huh. like it wasn't you know no not anal like that's gross mm-hmm. that's wrong or anything like that it was just kind of like it it never came up mm-hmm. um and i was enjoying learning about other types of sex mm-hmm. and so it wasn't until then that it it kind of came to an opportunity for me to to experience it and and talk to me about so so many things I'm curious about, but in terms of are you comfortable sharing with why your partner had experience? Because I think it's kind of important. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In a previous relationship that that partner um was in, he was with a particularly religious individual who didn't want to have quote unquote sex, but saw anal sex as the loophole. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So that she could, she could stay a virgin, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. still have, I mean, it, it is intercourse. Yes, <laughs> you know? have there's intercourse. this perception yes. that it's not, but it, it is intercourse. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I've heard that as well, that 
there are certain, it's become a pretty prevalent practice in certain religious communities that young women will have anal sex before marriage Mm -hmm. in order to stay a virgin and also to not get pregnant. It's sort of a dual thing, but it, it sort of blows my mind because to me as, as a woman in my, in my perception of acts of intimacy, sexual intimacy, anal sex is way, way up there. Meaning Mm -hmm. like to me, it's like, for me to feel safe having anal sex with a man would require more trust, more intimacy, and more communication mm-hmm. than vaginal mm-hmm. sex. Like, so to me, it's like, wow, that's that's sort of like less in terms of the <laughs> perception, but it's sort of, yeah, like you said, it's a religious loophole. Right. And like, if you think of the three most common ways to have sex, um, oral vaginal with a woman obviously mm-hmm. um and anal like the mouth lubricates itself the uh vagina lubricates itself the anus regardless of your gender does not it lubricate itself mm-hmm. so yeah it's like it takes the most prep mm-hmm. and the most intention going into it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so yeah i i've i've also found that tendency for some people interesting uh-huh yeah so okay so so let's fast forward a little bit so now it's been brought up one of you has brought it up yes and you don't actually remember your first time is that right I really don't um yeah I really don't it I found vaginal sex very pleasurable at this point and when we did try anal like it was pleasurable like I really enjoyed it so it wasn't like this difference between, oh, this type of sex feels good. This type of sex feels awful uh-huh. or painful mm-hmm. or uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I enjoy sex, uh-huh. period. Yeah. All the ways. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of like, I enjoy this type of food. I enjoy this type of food. I enjoy mm-hmm. this type of food. Mm-hmm. But so walk us through um, what prep did look like. So I guess I can just, I don't know, insert a comment here, LOL, Um, that, yeah, in my experience uh, as a woman having sex with men, I've had it happen a few times where a man has said, while we're being sexual, or I remember once we were doing it doggy style, Mm -hmm. and my partner said, can I stick it in your ass? Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, first of all, no. And it wasn't that I was a full no to anal ever. That Mm -hmm. was not what I meant by no. But at the time I was like, dude, that requires way more of a conversation than, than this. Like, it's not, it's, it's not just something you do. Like it requires, like you said, like specific lube, you know, like a plan. I had never done it before. So I was like, I'm pretty sure I should probably use butt plugs first. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I was aware enough to know. And I also just had this averse reaction to like, that's just not how, how to do it in real life. And I think that my suspicion is that with this partner, um, he didn't want to make me uncomfortable. He was not trying to, he was not trying to make me uncomfortable. Like he was, he was a good guy. Right. Um, but I, I think that because anal has become so popularized in porn 
I think there's a perception that it's smooth and easy and doesn't require a lot of prep because a lot of the time in porn, you're not seeing any of the prep. You're mm-hmm. seeing the last uh, scene of the movie, mm-hmm. right? And so I don't think that that men, a lot of men are actually aware of what it takes to be safe and to be comfortable and and all of that. And so I felt a little sad for this partner of mine and also for myself in that moment because I was like, I think he said, can I stick it in your ass? And I said, no, or I don't remember exactly how I said, it. I don't think I just said no, but mm-hmm, I said mm-hmm. some version of no. And, and it was, a, it was like one of those instructive moments where I thought to myself, he's going to think like his takeaway is going to be, she's not open to anal ever. Right. And that was not actually what was happening. It was in this, this moment, this context, I'm a no, but I'm not always a no. And I think that happens a lot in sex. And that's one of the things I want to get to around communication here is, you know, I teach a a course on sex called please her in bed. It's a streaming course. And one of the things that I talk about in there is how men can open conversations around sexual topics with their partners, because it's very different. Like we're in the middle of sex like we're, we're having sex Mm -hmm. and he's like, can I stick it in your ass? That's like, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it doesn't give me a lot of time to reflect. It doesn't give me a lot of time to feel through. It's just sort of like, Hey, can I do this thing to you? You know, no versus like, Hey, I would love to talk to you about this thing and this like sexual edge that I'd love to, to, to potentially explore. And I want to hear your thoughts and I want to share my thoughts. Like, how does that sound to you? Let's say during pillow talk. Mm-hmm. Right. So like mm-hmm. there is when it, there's a sort of space where we're connecting, we're intimate. Um it's we're but we're calm and there's there's space to think and feel through and like discuss. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess I just want to say overall that I think that anal sex is fascinating for many reasons, but one of them is the way that you if you're a man who has sex with women and you have a partner and you're interested in exploring this, you never have. The way to bring it up, I think, makes a big difference in what kind of answer you're going to get and how comfortable your partner is going to feel. And one of the things I think that would have been really helpful for me in a conversation is like, I'm interested in exploring this and I'm not like attached to it. It's not like I'm going to be, you know, disappointed disappointed or mad at you if we don't. And like, if we do explore it, I want you to know, like, I will be there every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Like if something's ever uncomfortable or isn't working, I will be there. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to make, make you uncomfortable. And I only want to do it if it's fun for both of us, et cetera. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like, that's what I mean about there's a certain degree of like nuance and and communication and holding that takes a little time, mm-hmm. which is totally different than can I stick it in your ass? So, and that's true for any sexual edge, right? Like, you know, that's, part of my course, like part of please her in bed, I talk about bringing these things up is an act of love. It's an act of love for yourself and your partner. Cause it's sort of like, Hey, there's this like thing that I'm excited about. There's this thing I'd like to try out with you. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to be really sensitive and what's the word kind to ourselves and to others that we're sleeping with around these topics, because, um, the, the sort of normalized or yeah, quote unquote, normal, normal sexual acts. Of course, there isn't really a normal and an abnormal. I'm not saying that, but the ones that are, you know, more mainstream often couples won't even talk about those, let alone things that feel more edgy. Mm-hmm. And so there's mm-hmm. a lot of holding back. We're all, we, we hold back a lot from each other around mm-hmm. what we actually want sexually and what 
you know, what, what is there, what is potentially there. And the other thing is that sometimes someone might be a no initially, but you got to give them a little time, Mm -hmm. like bringing up a topic and saying, I would love to talk about this kind of edgy thing Mm -hmm. that's been on my heart. And I want to hear about yours too. Like, Mm -hmm. I would love to hear what, what you've been thinking about or what you might be wanting around sex or sexuality. And I want to hear about that tonight, but I also just want to open the door to any time. Right. right? Like creating that space. Something that I talk about in the course is when you can lead sexual discussions as a man and create that space over time, I think that's when the real magic happens because it's not saying you have to know right now tonight, will you ever do anal with me? It's like, I'm bringing, I'm, I'm, I'm starting a conversation with you about this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and about sex in general. Like I want, I want to know what your turn ons are too. I want to know what your fantasies are. I want to know what you would want and you don't have to know right now, but I'm just sort of, I'm opening the door and I'm creating the space. And I think that that's a different way of looking at it and a different perspective to take than a binary, are you a yes or a no to this sex act? Right. Or like, right. are you a yes or no to wearing lingerie? Are you a yes or no? Like it's it's broader than that. And sometimes it takes people time to become comfortable mm-hmm. with sexual acts or not. I wouldn't even say something like wearing sexy lingerie is a sexual act, um, but it is sort of like within that realm. And, you know, you never know what your partner's background is. They might, yeah, they might have a religious background. They might be like, I'm kind of interested in that, but like, I feel like I'm, I have like, an, I'm like carrying an extra 10 pounds right now. And I don't know how I feel about that. And then mm-hmm. you can provide some reassurance. Like I find your body sexy at any weight. Like right. I find you sexy. So think about it, take your time. Mm-hmm. I'm not pushing you into anything. I'm just saying, I think you're beautiful. Right. <laughs> and I would love to see you in sexy clothes that you find sexy. You know, I, I just. I love you and I love your body and I really just enjoy like looking at it, like viewing you or whatever it is. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah, seeing it as kind of seeing it as a process rather than a yes or no immediate, we're either going to do this or we're not like opening, opening it up to, to more of that feels like if my partner had approached me in that way around anal, I would have been a yes. Like, oh yeah, I'm not a no to that. Like, I'm a little scared. Here's what's coming up for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never done it. I'm 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 not sure. Are you gonna be mad at me if you know we try it and I don't like it? Like a lot of stuff comes up for people around these topics. Yeah. And it could also be like that particular day when it's brought up, like your your GI tract just hasn't been healthy or just doesn't feel right. And so trying to put something up your ass just like doesn't feel good in your body on that particular day Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that also definitely applies for after an initial experience let's say um the the woman is like me and really enjoy it I'm not going to say yes every time Mm. because I'm you know looking and processing where my body is that day mm-hmm. um and and determining it that way mm-hmm. um at the same time it's also kind of dependent um it's also kind of dependent on um the experiences that I've already had mm, yes. with that partner um the the things that I'm prepared for or that I'm comfortable for um, going forward. Um, for instance, I had a partner who um, 
would, um, we used condoms and we would start out by having vaginal sex and the condom would be, um, covered in pussy juice in pussy juice. There you go. Good word. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Would be covered in pussy juice. And I thought it was really hot and I thought it felt really good for him to then go to anal. Mm -hmm. If, um, at least for a little while, depending Mm -hmm. on, um, how long that was. And this is pretty obvious, but just to say it out loud, it's completely fine to go from vaginal sex to anal sex, but not it is anal not okay sex. to go from anal sex to vaginal sex in the same session because of bacteria. So, so yeah. it is, it is. I think most people know that, but it's worth saying. Yes, yes. always and forever a one-way street, front to back. That's right. <laughs> always. <laughs> um, you know, and that experience of going from vaginal to anal um was really hot for us, but with a brand new person that I've never had anal with. Um, if he brought up that idea, initially it would be no. Mm. It would be, you know, let's let's see how our bodies mm. interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Let's see how, um, like how I'm feeling with you because mm-hmm. there are different sizes, different shapes, um, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um all kinds of things to explore, just just like with with vaginal. So let's talk about prep a little bit. So sure. I think I'm curious if you recall from back when you started having anal. But did you use butt plugs? Did your partner bring that up? You know, how, how does it work? Because my understanding is that you don't necessarily just want to start with a cock in your ass. That you kind of want to work up to that. Is that true? Um. Depending on the person. Say more. Um, sometimes I I like the prep to go from, let's say, um, being penetrated with fingers, um, with lube on the finger, um, and played that way, played with that way, and then move to a butt plug mm. and then move, have that taken out and then a cock. Um and that's a nice progression. Other times, um, I really just like the a little bit of anticipation, hmm. like a fair amount of lube put on and around my uh, my asshole, and then like watching him put lube around his cock or around the condom that's on his cock. Mm. And that can just like really turn me on. Mm. And um, if anal in that case, like is the plan, it's like my body relaxes Mm. in order to receive Mm -hmm. because it, it knows that. Yeah. I mean, I think knows that interaction between me and that individual. I think that's one of the key elements, right? Is relaxation. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that is, yeah, it just, it's everything when yes. it comes to this particular sex act. And I think that's one of the reasons why if you're not ready or if you're not comfortable, if you're not actually, if this isn't actually something that you want to do, you're probably not going to have a good experience. Right. Psychologically, but also physically, you know, you, you there needs to be a certain amount of, um, of space and when you're relaxed and you're open and you're available, 
there is a lot more space. There's physically more space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering if you can speak a little bit to, yeah, just like the felt experience of, you know, have you ever had anal when you felt more relaxed and have you had it when you felt less relaxed and was there a difference for you? Um, yes, yes. Two key factors, um, for me with anal is definitely like how relaxed I am and, um, amount of lube and type of lube. Um, but yeah, like if I'm carrying some anxiety, if I'm carrying some sort of nervousness or worry, um, like I'll, I'll hold that in my body and tense. Um, and that does not necessarily feel good. Mm-hmm. It, um, it doesn't mean that I wouldn't be open to anal, but it may be like a, yes, we can do anal for a few minutes because I like the sensation, but then we have to do something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, type thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, I think about something like vulnerability and physical vulnerability for me feels heightened with anal sex versus vaginal sex. Yes. So the vagina is incredibly strong, (laughs) Mm -hmm. incredibly resilient. Mm -hmm. Um, Babies literally come out of them. It is a powerful place. And the anus is sensitive Mm -hmm. and it's... um, like the sphincter is smaller mm-hmm. and you can, you can really get hurt. Like you can actually tear. And so, you know, I've, I was talking to one of my um, guy friends who really likes to have anal sex with women. And he said something about like, he said something like, I feel more of a sense of responsibility when I have anal sex with a woman versus that vaginal, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. It, emotionally and physically, like I really need to take take my time and make sure that she's okay, particularly if she's newer to it. If she's quite experienced, that's different. And she knows more about her body and what's going on. But he said, and what sensations she has to have while having anal. Um, But he said, there's, there's a level of responsibility that feels higher and more when I'm having anal with someone because there is, because it is more complicated, right? There is more, there's a, there's a higher risk factor in terms of like tearing, mm-hmm. like it's going to be really hard to tear a vagina. I mean, that shit is strong, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but the anus, especially like we're talking about if there is tension or if there is um, contraction, it can, it can be really painful and it can feel really unpleasant and it can just, it can be a bad experience. I guess that's the, that's the, that's the truth. Um, but it can also be a great experience and it can be really pleasurable. And I've, I've, you know, read a lot of accounts uh, around anal. And one of the things that some women have said is, um, this brought my partner and me closer mm-hmm. in part because it required a lot more communication and mm-hmm. a lot more mm-hmm. prep and a lot more intention, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And whereas we could just sort of have vaginal sex and we didn't really even talk about it. And right. it wasn't as much right care taken, like as much slow, like we're slowing down. How are you doing now? How is it feeling? Do you need me to adjust something do we need more lube like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so i think that when it's treated with respect and when there is a sense of intentionality and 
closeness, kind of Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to be taking care of you through this experience as you take care of yourself too. Like Mm -hmm. there's something really beautiful about that. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Can you, can you share a little bit about like how it has felt for you? I mean, well, you you also don't remember your first time, so it's a little hard. But I don't. thinking back, or maybe, maybe with new partners or something. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a difference for you as a woman in your your sort of psychological experience of vaginal versus anal? Um, for me, for me, anal can feel a little naughtier. Mm. Um. Yeah, it can feel a little naughtier, but also anal feels like the physical feeling of being anally penetrated versus vaginally. Um, It feels very full Mm. in the ass Um, because literally all of the body is surrounding the cock when mm. it's in versus vaginally like there's still a bit more room and it can definitely like stretch more and move in different ways um so yeah it's like there's this fullness sense to me um that is very bonding that is very close mm. um Yeah, when we do that. And then what about sort of what we were talking about, like care taken by a partner? Have you felt, do you feel equally held um, vaginal versus anal? Um, Obviously, it depends on the partner. Of course, it depends on the partner. I feel like in some cases, anal, there is more care, regardless if it's the like spend 45 minutes prepping or that relationship that I mentioned before that we were having vaginal sex and I was excited and fully consenting for him to then directly go to to anal with very little prep um yeah like both of those I felt very held and also respected um from a perspective of if it was starting to hurt often that was because there need, needed to be more lube and so like having that question or having that request of you know more lube like immediately has been respected like mm-hmm. you know yes um or even there've been times that um, I get crampy for the next day or so mm. after I have anal. Um, and my partner has been really responsive of that and checking in on me, like, you know, how are you feeling? Um, type thing. And it it feels I feel held. Mm. Yeah. I feel very held with anal. Um which which I do feel like for me helps in my joy of it, in my appreciation of it, um, and enjoying the experience. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Well, it's also interesting because I'm curious to hear about your experience with different partners. So many, I would say 
many straight men, or I guess men who have sex with women, whether they have sex with other people too, Mm -hmm. many men I know who have sex with women are interested in anal, Mm -hmm. in having anal sex. Mm -hmm. Some of them are not. Some of them are like, I don't, I don't care about that at all. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like it's not interesting to me, Mm -hmm. but some Mm -hmm. of them are interested and they feel shame around talking to a partner about it. Yes. And I'm curious if you can share a little bit, have you had that experience with men who were like shy to bring it up with you or what, what is, has your experience been around how men perceive it and how they bring it up with you or don't? Um, the men who have brought it up to me, um, have actually been pretty confident and curious um, about the experience. Also, those men have been aware that I'm familiar with prostate massage. Oh, okay. Like giving a prostate massage, Uh which is um, the most pleasurable part of it. Mm. so it sounds like they haven't had a lot of hesitation. You haven't you haven't experienced men bringing it up and being like really shy or kind of weird about it or uh, I don't know if you would ever want to do this and I'm sorry if you don't or I'm not sure how it would sound but right right um it's definitely been more of a hey could I have that experience um some men have gone okay I really like this experience and could you suck my cock while I'm doing it? Mm. Um, sorry, are we talking about prostate massage right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, I misunderstood. Okay, so sorry. Yeah, like sticking my my finger in. Them oh, so they anally. wanted the experience of prostate massage, not of penetrating you with, with anal sex. It's cool. <laughs> okay, let's back this up. Okay, let's back this up. So, uh, sorry, the question is. When men have brought up to you, I would like to have anal sex with you. Have you ever had them feel like weird about it or shy about it? Or have you ever noticed a response there? It sounds like no. Not really. Okay. Yeah. Not okay. really. I feel like, I don't think I've been, I don't think I've been anyone's like first mm. person that they've experienced anal with. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting to me because when I think about, you know, partnerships that I've been in, it's like we don't like many of us don't really talk about sex that much with our partner. Mm-mm. Like I can't tell you how many people I've coached where they've been with a partner for 20 years and they never really talked about it. They never really talked about sex right. or what either of them was wanting or you know, it was like the sex sort of worked for a while, then it stopped working as well. And it was never really brought up directly. It was just kind of tolerated. Right. And so I think there's a lot of, um, like, this is where we are in our sexual journey. Yeah. And there's a lot of just kind of like, well, I guess that's it. Instead of maybe this is shiftable. Maybe we could explore some new things and take some risks. And so I think that, yeah, part of, part of what I feel passionate about, you know, as a coach, as a woman, as a speaker is 
opening up more of these discussions, making it safe to talk about and to be curious about our partner and uh, ourselves, right? Not just what do I want and what am I desiring, but also like, I'm curious about you. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you wanting? What mm-hmm. are you desiring? What are, what are some sort of like taboo things? And I'm not just talking about sexual fantasy taboo things, but just like, have you ever thought about us opening up our relationship? Like right. that's, that's been like, whoa, that feels like a really big, risky, scary topic, mm-hmm. but it's like, right. But it's also part of the truth of what's happening in your psyche. So if, if you want real closeness and intimacy, often that takes healthy risk taking, mm-hmm. you have to actually talk about scary things and know how to do that and know how to hold yourself and the other in those conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that whether we're talking about anal sex or something else, it doesn't matter. It's like being able to hold it with love, being Mm -hmm. able to hold your own desires with love and those of your partner with love and accept that even if you're not available for a certain sex act, it's still sacred that they told you about it. Right. Even if you're not available for a certain experience or to wear something or to do a role play or whatever it is that you can still say, thank you for telling me. I Mm -hmm. really like knowing who you are. I like knowing what you want and what you're about. And I'm not available for that right now, but I want to hear more about why you want that. What is, what is exciting to you about that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. accepting and holding and trusting and, and loving that person or people, because we do approach a lot of these topics with shame. We are, we do hold a lot around I want this thing sexually. I don't know how it's going to be received. Mm-hmm, Am mm-hmm. I going to be seen as disgusting? Am I going to be seen as perverted? Am I going to be humiliated right. by this person? Right. And also like not bringing it up once and then, you know, your partner is like, I don't know, for whatever reason. Again, it could be they just aren't feeling well that day. And that's the reason for a no. But um yeah, like continuing those conversations, bringing it up, bringing it up again in two weeks' time. Hey, do you remember two weeks ago I brought up the idea of anal sex? What would you think about talking about it? What would you think about doing it tonight? What and not taking it as um, being completely shut down if you're told no. Mm-hmm. Um, but more of a let your partner marinate on the idea. Mm-hmm. Think about uh, how do I feel about it? And what would I need in order to feel safe? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's a question that you can always bring up is what would you need in order to be, feel safe talking about this? Yes. And sometimes, yeah, you're going to you're going to hear like, I need to know that if I say no, you're going to be OK mm-hmm. and you're not mm-hmm. going to sulk or pout. Right. Right. I need to know that if we talk about it and I decide I don't want to try it, that you're that you're still going to love me. Mm-hmm. And those are the tender parts. Right. It's like when we if we bring something up and we get a yes. Great. Mm-hmm. If we bring something up and we get a no, I think a lot of us sort of go into our own shame spiral. And so we aren't even really available for, oh, like, tell me more about, you know, what where your no is coming from. Is it like, did you have a bad experience or is it just not interesting to you? Or like, you know, really hanging out with someone in their no is such a vulnerable act Yes, because we have to be okay with the fact that we asked in the first place. Mm -hmm. So if we're, if we're already holding shame about something, 
and we ask for it. It's such a brave thing to do. And then it's even braver to actually hold space for whatever's coming up for the other person. Yeah. And I think this is, this is one of those topics. This anal sex is one of those topics where it's like, I've never tried it. I don't know. What if it hurts? You know, I'm, I'm scared of it hurting. Like, I don't know how it would work. Like Mm -hmm. there's a lot that can come up for people. And, um, this isn't quite the same thing, but I remember talking to a partner about oral, oral sex, and I have not historically enjoyed giving oral sex very much. And he, um, got kind of curious with me. and was just asking me more about it. And I was honest with him. And I was like, honestly, I'm not sure I'm that good at it. And there's a part of me that's like, I don't really like doing things I'm not good at. And I haven't really been with someone who I really liked and trusted and was willing to be in the inquiry with that person and be like, I don't know, how was that? Like, do I suck? Like, is Mm -hmm. it, or, (laughs) or am I sucking? Right. (laughs) uh, And that really helped, you know, like slowing down and being in that inquiry with that person. It's not the same sex act, but it's a similar thing of like, he thought his story was that I just didn't like doing it. Right. And his story was, I just wasn't open to doing it. But when we actually talked about it, when he, when he opened up a discussion, which is part of what I teach in my course, when he led a discussion about it and created some space, I got honest and I was like, yeah, I'm not really sure I'm that good at it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, well, first of all, like you don't have to be that good at it. (laughs) It's okay. Mm -hmm. You're not good at it. I don't care. I can Um, help you. Yeah. I can help you. I can help teach you what I like. Like really anything is better than nothing. So. That was reassuring. And I think we do that a lot with a lot of different aspects of sex where we assume our partner is a no, or we assume we know what they will say or how they're feeling about something. And we really don't. Right. And actually being brave and opening up that discussion, creating that space is is sacred. And I think it can really serve the relationship, even if you don't do the sex act, mm-hmm. right? It's not mm-hmm. about the outcome. It's about the the closeness. It's about the intimacy. It's about the exploration. It's about knowing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, so you you mentioned prostate massage, and I do want to touch on <laughs> um, all of the pleasure that is available to male-bodied people around anal. And can you, yeah? So can you say a little bit about prostate massage? It's not it's not necessarily anal sex, but it is in this realm, and I think it's something that. Oh my God, there's just so much pleasure available to men that they might not even be aware of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it is taboo for many men because it is essentially a penetration in the anus. And for many men, the only experience that they have, um, and particularly after a certain age, is when um, you go to the doctor for your yearly exam and they put on the glove and they put on the lube and like it's it's uncomfortable and it's medical and it's clinical. Yeah. Um, and that definitely doesn't feel good for most men, for many men, for many men. Um, there's not pleasure in that. So like, why on earth would I want my partner when we're having some sort of sexy time to do that? Um, but similarly to how women, um, how our bodies can be prepared, relaxing, using lube, setting an intention, all of those things can also be used for men. Um, 
to then receive a pleasurable experience because the prostate is something exclusive to um, male-bodied humans. Yeah. To, yeah, humans with a cock. Um, and yeah, being able to, to utilize more pleasure and joy in life. I mean, that's amazing. And what has your experience been with the men that you've done prostate massage with? I mean, how, how have they described their orgasms differently or did they even, did they have a prostate, prostate orgasm? Um, some have, some have had a prostate, um, orgasm more often. Um, it's been prostate massage while receiving oral sex, while mm-hmm. receiving a blowjob. And like that combination of the pleasure from both is really, really enjoyable mm. for the people that um, that I've done it with um, and brings a lot of joy in ways that exclusively just having a prostate massage or exclusively um, receiving a blowjob is not the same. Mm-hmm. Like it just feels different. Um, there's more intensity. Mm. And can you say a little bit about what your experience has been as a woman who is digitally penetrating a man? Like, has that been exciting or different? Like what is your, yeah. What's your experience been? Um, the partners that I've done it with, I love seeing their pleasure and like the way that their body like moves or wiggles or starts to thrust. Like, I just, I love physically seeing their reaction and then also like feeling it as I'm touching them. Mm. Um, which makes me excited, Mm. which makes me very, um, Please, that I'm able to hold that space to facilitate their pleasure in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this episode is not meant to be comprehensive uh, about anal sex because there's a lot to say and there's a lot to touch on. But I think that this, I will do another episode specifically around this because I think there's so much potential around the prostate and understanding how just how explosive and how pleasurable and how, I don't know, the the men that I know that have received this kind of experience, they don't even necessarily have the words to describe it. They're Mm -hmm. like, whoa, like I didn't even really know that was possible. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot to be said there. And again, I think it's one of those, like, it would be, it's, there's vulnerability all over the place. And I, when I imagine being a man who's like approaching his woman, he's like, would you consider giving me a prostate massage? Mm -hmm. I feel vulnerable because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know, is she going to want to do that? Is it weird for me to ask that? You know? And again, it's not, you might not get a yes right away. You might not get a no right away. I'd be like, Whoa, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know that much about it. I'm not sure. What if I'm not good at it? Right. Mm -hmm. That comes up again. So I think
Um, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, what does it mean about our roles? If I'm the one penetrating you for a lot of couples, for a lot of hetero couples, that's going to be a totally new experience. I, you know, I, as a woman have only ever been penetrated. What does it mean for me to take on that role? Mm -hmm. And, um, we didn't even get into pegging, which is when a woman wears a strap on and penetrates a man that way. Um, but there's a lot, there's a lot that can be opened up in this space. And I think a lot of closeness and intimacy and excitement, frankly, like excitement that mm-hmm. can be had. Mm-hmm. So we will sort of continue the discussion <laughs> in this arena. Um, but yeah, as we wrap up, I'm just curious, you know, can you say a little bit about how you have felt um I, I don't know if it's served by is the right word, but like what has been particularly fun for you around receiving anal as a woman? It's another option. It just like the feeling in your body if you're receiving or giving oral versus if you are being penetrated vaginally like those are two different Mm. feels different sensations obviously different parts of your body um variety right exactly Mm -hmm. and um anal provides yet another opportunity for different sensations to have another avenue of pleasure pleasure and joy Yes. Place to wrap. Pleasure and joy and happiness. If you are interested in the course that I mentioned, it's called Please Her in Bed. You can get there at pleaseherinbed.com. And if you are a Dear Men listener and you use the code Dear Men, all one word, you will get the course for $69. Hey. Nice.